Margolis. Hi, it's me, Tara Margolis. Is your hair naturally Hi. that red? No, not at all. It's blonde. It's growing back. Um, so if you much. need to use the restroom, feel free. Thank you. Um, and we'll start you in like a couple streaming? minutes, okay? What? Yeah. No, no, no. Hi, no. fans. Oh, it's just recording. <laughs> yeah, this is just, the, this is just the intro. Hi, everyone. Hi. Very cute. Hello, world. <laughs> I don't think they're serving food at Ted Jones World. Well, I, vegan food. Really? You're vegan? Well, you didn't know I was vegan. That's like, no. That's like I, my I thing. tennis. Karen Margolis. Good to see you. Thanks, Ted Jones um, World. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a vegan and um, I play tennis. So you can put that on. You don't have to. Either way, whatever you want. Okay. It's a little tough to get to I'll initially. Ooh, come Here, let me, let me do it. <laughs> can a man do it? Yes, <laughs> Thank you. Where are you coming from? Uh, Bryant Park. Bryant Park, nice. Yeah, an office where I sat all by myself all day. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I went to um, a fancy restaurant in Bryant Park one time on a date with my ex-girlfriend. What was it called? Koi. What's okay. that, like in the Isn't Trump like, Hotel or something? I don't know. Isn't it was that bouge. like so nice? Yeah, that was the last date I went on five years ago. Are you serious? Not actually, but it's been a minute. Why? Is it emotional? Eh, maybe a little bit. I just sometimes feel like it's a lot to go on dates and try and find the person for you. You know, I'm, I'm not sure if you, do you have a boyfriend right now? I do. So, I mean, it probably took you a little bit to find that boyfriend, it right? It took like a year plus, because I wasn't looking for a boyfriend. Because oh. you can't, first of all, women don't hunt. Women are hunted. You know what? I, so it took I, me that long to be that, yeah. caught. You know what I mean? Right. I would like a woman to hunt for me. I will say. Oh, you're not like, a I'll hunter. I'll put out like I'll like on the app. We'll match. And then I'm like, all right, why don't you hunt me, girl? Really? Just because I'm sick of the hunting. Women I'm don't sick like of that. It. I don't like hunting. But women want a hunter. Well, you're vegan. So exactly. Exactly. I'd, <laughs> rather go pick, I'd rather go pick berries. See, that's what I'm doing. I'm You'll in the field out there. There's a girl for you. There's billions of them. Exactly. That's also my thought process. I'm like, I don't, do I want to waste time with this one particular person when there's billions out there? I don't know. Would you do you do comics ever? Eh, no. Are I don't they kind of so. gross to you? No, they're not gross to me. I don't think. But like, I don't know. I just feel like I don't. I don't need to awkwardly run into someone. And it's weird. Oh, or like tell other life. people to be weird. Why? Just no, no, comics. it's not. Well, I've dated a couple comics, like real relationships, right? Like yeah. long term relationships. Long term, I guess I'm using a little loosely, but like mm -hmm. serious relationships. And it's not. No. OK. First of all, the telling people to be weird with someone is so crazy. Absolutely not. Like You're very high school type. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. If you break up, you break up. You're done. OK. And then everybody moves on and it's not a big deal. And nobody has to. I get those DMs. It's like, can you block this person? Do you know, baby girl do you believe or in, baby boy? Do you believe in friendships uh, with an ex or no? Um, After I don't break up. It's not something I believe in or don't believe in. It's just something I don't do because don't it, it doesn't happen. doesn't work out. It doesn't really exist. You were I, I've been I dated people. Almost all my boyfriends have been people that I was friends with or just like knew. And then it turned into a relationship at some point. But it doesn't really revert back because you don't you don't there's no going back. You're like expecting more from the person. Theoretically, you also know them in a different way. Like it's That's weird true. to like be looking at someone you were that intimate with and that close with. But now, you know, you still have that kind of emotional intimacy with that person, but it's no longer appropriate in yeah. this context. So it's weird to be around them. You're a like, little. oh, he only brushes his teeth like once a day. Like, ew, am I gonna be friends with him? After right. Day, you're you know? like, he barely showers. Like, it's crazy <laughs> to that I know all this stuff about you. Like, I know what you look like when you come, and yet we're like, hi, how are you? Hope you've had a nice day. Like, hey, hello, uh, good to see you. Whatever. And also, it's like, I don't really. What are you gonna update me on your life? Like, my friends would be they like, oh, I met somebody, blah blah blah. I don't really want to hear it from an ex. Like, it's not that I'm against them dating or whatever. Like, I'll move on you move on i don't really need to hear it let's start from the beginning okay where did you grow up philly suburbs where in the philly suburbs elkins park okay my mom grew up in gladwin okay went to harriton high school the school that was like rivals with kobe bryant's high school no oh my shit. god today is the third anniversary I of know. kobe passing May speaking of which r.i.p and Gigi and the other seven people that were on the helicopter who, who obviously don't get enough Mentions, so shout out to them yeah well they'll, they'll go remembered in our remembrance here <laughs> who, who we don't remember but may they also we remember of course that where existed. go ahead you save yourself yes <laughs> where uh do you go to high school cheltenham high school that sounds like an all-girls school it's not it's a public school it was a good school it's where the uh prime minister because controversial i didn't make it that way but the prime minister of israel went to that school randomly benjamin netanyahu yeah and so did his Ooh, brother no. yoni yeah, okay. war hero Yoni. So they grew up in Philadelphia? They did. I didn't they know They were that. educated here, yeah. When did you move to the city? Um, when I was 18. 
So and I've been here my whole adult was life. Was that for college? Mm-hmm. Where'd you go to college? NYU. Oh, fancy. So bougie, I know. It was like, it was whatever. It now, was, let me ask you this, forced though. me into the arms of comedy. What? Was it harder to get in back then, though, like it is today? Or was it maybe a little bit easier? They had like, um, it was like a 30%, thir- like 20 to 30% acceptance. Because I remember when my parents so went there, crazy. they were like embarrassed to go to NYU. And now it's really? like unheard of <laughs> that like people would be embarrassed to go to NYU. No, they called it Ivy adjacent. That's what well, it was. Well, now I think they probably do, like when you went there. But like yeah, when my yeah, parents yeah. went, no. No, that's what I mean. When I went there. When I went there, this is like so aging. But when I went there, Facebook was starting, okay? Oh, shit. Like you were getting mad at the high schoolers. Like you guys cannot have Facebook. No, no, no. It wasn't even like that. Oh, Facebook had just started to exist. Oh, so it wasn't college. And yet. it was called The Facebook. And it was only for Ivy League schools. And then when I started going to NYU, they had just opened it up to the Ivy adjacents. So my freshman year at NYU, we got on The Facebook. Doesn't even resemble what it is today. And we were like, we felt so bougie. And then right after that, they opened it up to everybody else. How did that feel, though, being like an 18-year-old in a new city and just feeling like you were probably like the queen of the world for having a situation like that? I wasn't the queen of the world. I was a regular person at a school for the ultra-rich. I was not the queen of the world. And I was a suburban girl in a big city that I knew nothing about. And I had no life skills or adult skills or coping mechanisms or emotional skills. You were doing comedy at this time or were you in a sorority? Nope, 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 nope. nope. None of, of the friends? above. Nope. What? <laughs> no, I did not. I was a different person. I mean, I got to NYU and I was like, this is going to be great. And then I remember the first night of freshman year, first night I got there, I was like, where is everybody? They were all just hanging out with each other and meeting me. It's one of those nightmare scenarios where like everyone else kind of knows something that you don't. They all just, everybody just kind of knew something I didn't. It wasn't really my scene. Was it all like city girls though? It was all rich kids. And it mostly from just rich families? Like or? East and West Coast rich kids, yeah. Oh, Not just like rich though. Isn't I, it kind of still the same? Yeah, Probably, but yeah. I look, I grew up around rich people. Yeah. My family wasn't rich, but we lived in like a nice suburb. But I'd never been around wealthy people before, like real money, like like your friends are taking a trip to Paris for the weekend money. I'd never been around that. OK. Or people who just did tons of cocaine because they had the money for it. Like right, right, right. I was like, I've never Stupid. I'd love to. Yeah. They're like, so I remember someone was like, you know, this person has such a problem with blow. I started doing that. I go what? from where? What? Who yeah. has the money? Can how can she even do that? But how different was it when you, I guess, got on the Facebook and then <laughs> I guess kept going through college? Like, was it? completely different than i mean not having the facebook like what did it look like yeah. as soon as it, as it soon as facebook different. came out like that okay it was crazy so it went from you okay so like in high school and stuff which also i didn't have friends and i wasn't going out like that but we had instant messenger aim yeah, and it was all AIM. about the away message yo it was so cool i used to change like, my screen every right? two seconds <laughs> yes i'm like the fonts pickle and the man colors. one two three four oh i was shoe I fetish 531 wrong. That's a good one. What, what's your birthday? She May finished. 31st? I didn't, know, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. I didn't know what a fetish was. That was pretty good by me, though, right? To know your, that it was your birthday? Yeah, it is. That Listen, our generation, when I go to Equinox now and I do the combination, you know, people won't like, people will leave the combinations on how they opened it. And it's everybody's, like, zero, 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 everybody's zero. like 1983, 1985. It's all millennials. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So I'm always like, if you just try some, like the years between 1982 and like 1990 on the lockers at Equinox, you will open every yeah, locker. Yeah, you'll get at least one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it was crazy. So, all right, this was madness, by the way. It wasn't like how it is now where every picture is like fucking professional. People would upload a picture of like half a shoe and it was like all pixelated. Like no one knew what the fuck they were doing. We were using <laughs> digital cameras with SD cards in them. So you would have to, you would take right. all these pictures. Oh my God, I remember that. And then like the unlimited albums that you have. Upload right? them. Yeah. So you'd have your weekend of like going to the club. <sighs> The club, okay? Some promoter would be like, hey, girls, you look hot. Oh, my God, I remember that. And you'd get in, and your male friends would have a hard-ass time, and you'd get in with your fake ID. They would be, like, winking at you. Like, they know it's fake, but they're like, go right ahead. And you're in, like, you know, shorts in the snow or whatever, blackout drunk already. And then you take all your little pictures, and then Sunday night, you'd upload, like, 60 pictures. And you would call it like best weekend ever. Literally, I remember. I, so I used to promote clubs like in the, in the city. It. Yeah, for three years, that was like my summer job. Did you? Um, so I experienced like a ton of that Facebook. I mean, my Facebook like backlash because my parents used to see pictures of me like smoking <laughs> cigarettes when I was like nineteen years old, and it was a bad look. But now I feel like people just really. I mean, especially people in the entertainment industry, they don't really care um, if they have any incriminating photos of them. 
It's or, we, we, what, yeah, whatever. What the shit are we supposed to do? What are you gonna do? I mean, listen. There's nothing. There's no photo of me doing anything like felonious. Right. What the shit? What does that mean? Like I'm not committing felonies Felo- on like. Oh my god, that's a good word. A good felonious, right? isn't it? It's a felonious. That's that. Yes. NYU education. My lips are so chapped, by the way. It's a little distracting. Really? Why yeah, don't it you hurts. handle it? Mm, see, I carry a thousand chapsticks on me all the time. Yeah, I, I don't, can't. You don't it. have to. You don't have to offer me any chapstick. Not that you were just offering me it's chapstick. Not COVID safe. But yeah, you're right. And it also might not be. Vegan. <laughs> oh shit! That's a real thing, huh? For you Maybe. vegans, eh, theoretically, I wouldn't like psychically not have chapstick. So you wouldn't do vegan. like a Burt's Bees because that has beeswax in it. Oh my gosh, yeah, you're right. I would do like Carmex. I don't know what's in Carmex. You though. don't. Sometimes you. It don't could know be what's crushed beetles. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, true. Oh, right, right, right. Could because be the carmine like is a car. You don't know. Do you seriously look through every ingredient of everything to make sure that it's Food. not like there's not an ant in there or something? Food, yeah. Okay. Food, I do. How's that working out for you? Get enough protein? Good, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, for sure. I, yeah, it's not definitely. obvious. No, no, definitely. Definitely, I get enough protein. How? What do you From mean? Lentils? Pop, what do you mean? Doesn't look obvious. Pop up this picture right here of me, a shirtless that Karen is seeing post production. Yeah, of course I get enough protein. I'm asking. No, but I think sometimes I have to. I have to like worry about if I'm going to have stuff to eat. Like if there's a <laughs> housewarming party or we go to a restaurant where there's only sides, I got to worry about it's the so I, It's so, oh, like that. Okay. So I was going to say, it's ironic that we're here in this beautiful apartment where you seem to live by yourself in sure, Midtown. yes. And you're worried about having enough to eat. I'm like, this man well, is no. starving to I death. Just, I just, I <laughs> eat like chickpeas, beans, rice. I'm easy. Mexican food. I mean, I'm easy like to eat foods that are vegan, but anything else. Why are you really vegan? Dumb. Is it like well, I had, Okay, so I had invasive jaw surgery like three and a half years ago. Ooh. And the healing process was like six months. And throughout the process, I was like, eh, I'm going to eat less meat. Okay. Because uh, I couldn't really chew. I okay. had a depleting gum line on one side. I had TMJ. That's brutal. You, you ever hear TMJ? I've heard of it. I don't really know what it is. Like is a, it neurological? No, it, um, it's where like your jaw on one side is bigger than the other. Okay. So like your jaw is uneven. Mm. So I had to break my jaw in three places, what? Re- reconnect my jaw. Yeah, it was insane. That like sounds that. brutal. It was crazy. I had no idea it was going to be the, it was so like a life changing like, surgery. Talk or eat for a while. No, couldn't like talk for real for like three weeks Damn. and couldn't eat for real, like for probably almost three months. And Holy it was just, shit. it was really difficult to like chew anything and like tear it off. So at that point I went vegan and then two and a half years ago, I stopped eating fish. So it's a PTSD reaction, 100%. It's also like, I'd say it could be all the good things that being vegan is considered. But that came like like afterwards. You were like, plus, I'm not hurting animals. Plus, Plus, the fish are not hurting. Yeah, I'm going to get skinny. Plus, plus, plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of pluses. But it's great. And as you, I'm sure, know, there's so many options in New York. It's crazy. So many options in New York. It's expensive, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, no. It's like you're paying more for less almost. But no, no more so than all the other crap. I in, guess. In well, I don't know because I'm not vegan and it's not that expensive. How long have you lived here? A long time since I was 18. 18 years yeah, old. yeah, yeah. Wow. My entire adult life. And you're going to live here for the rest of your life? I don't know. I If I don't have kids, sure. But if I have kids, I'm not raising them here. Like, What's the plan if you don't mind me asking? Move to the suburbs with my rich husband. And kids? If that's the, if that's what God wants for me. That's the plan. Well, what do you mean? You, I feel like you got to want it for yourself. Yeah, sure. But here, but you know. It's not always in your hands. Like, yes, that I look, I would like one kid. I'm not doing it more than once. That seems crazy. I would have a kid if if it's my destiny. Like, you have a window for that. And the window closes. But don't you feel like people are getting older and having children at a later point in life? 100%. 100%. So yeah. the window's not closed. Window's okay. open. But it doesn't stay open forever. You know, I wouldn't do it alone. I wouldn't do it with the wrong person. I've never been pregnant. So I don't even know if it works. Uh-huh, At least right. if you have an abortion, it's like yeah, proof you know, of concept. Right, you know right. what I mean? You're like, I know I can. I just like, <laughs> I got one freebie, you know? And right. like the rest, but I don't even know. Did you have siblings growing up? I have one younger sister. And you guys get along? Yes, most of the time. We're cr- She's not speaking to me right now. Oh, She's okay. mad at me. But Can you talk about what you did to make her not speak? I didn't do anything. We, you must have done something. She freaked out. Oh, yeah. okay. We didn't like All her right, picture right. on IG. No, it, it's, <laughs> it, this, was, this was really intense. She came to visit me here. This was really recent. She came to visit me here in New York, was going to spend the weekend. Okay. She wanted some girl time, sister time. Like, okay, cool. Standard. I have to say, I'm the busiest I've ever been in my life. And which I was, a li- yeah, which is good. But I was like, we had planned this weeks in advance. And I was like, I'm not going to cancel on her because that'd be shitty. I know it hurt her feelings. But I was also a little bit stressed. Like, it's just a lot going on. And now I'm hosting a guest. And when you have 
stuff going on during the week and comedy and stuff on the weekends and you're hosting someone, you get zero days off, right? But whatever, she wants this little vacation. So I was like, okay, come. So she gets here, we start catching up and she's telling me about a guy that she's been kind of talking to online like for a few months, but like here and there. Like, I don't know this person. She's not been dating him seriously. Like, I don't really, you know, it's not, this person's not a feature of her life enough for me to really know that much about him. Yes. And I was like, oh yeah, that guy. Okay, tell me about it. And she's telling me about it. And then I go, what's his name again? Oh, she I just, didn't remember his, I just didn't remember his name. And she was like, I can't believe, she was like, that's so disrespectful. You remember Carlos? I, she, I didn't remember Carlos. And she got, really, <laughs> she got really upset with me. And I think that... It's probably a combination of like other stuff that was kind of put on that, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's probably not just about me not remembering his name, but anyway, that was like the trigger point. And then she was like, go fuck yourself and left and isn't talking to me. Before we expand on that, I have my weed dealer coming. He's going to be late. So okay, he might no be here in like 10 minutes of bus. He'll drop it off outside the door Perfect. and I'll get it. No worries. Okay. Um, let me close this window also. It sounds like they're doing the trash out here. Okay. But wait. So your sis- the sister is younger than you. Yeah. Is she go- in college younger than you or what? No. How old do you think I am? She's um she's a full adult. That's 22. Oh, sure. God. Yeah. I'm 22. She's only, she's only 20. <laughs> yeah. She, Where'd no, she she's go to college? The, um... She went, she ended up at Temple University in Philly. In Philly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And the rest of your family is still back in Philly. So the rest of my family, they we they sold the house in the suburbs and they actually moved into the city. They oh, live downtown? in Fishtown now. It's so nice. cute. What's Fishtown? Is that near like all those stores near UPenn and stuff? No, that's like University City. I'm not like super familiar with Philly because okay. I grew up in the Neither suburbs. I. I'm just pretending like I am. There's just like, oh, I was, so I was just in Philly doing a show. I saw that. That Me helium, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it? It was, it went great. Beautiful. But Philly crowds are, if Philly's listening, you're animals. You're absolute savages. It's not like this, a picnic, how you think it's going to (laughs) be. It was really intense. Philly, people got, and people came at us on Twitter too, for saying that Philly is, um, full of crime and heroin <laughs> which it there is parts. i'm from there right, right. it is like kensington we, first of all anyone H. can say it because it's true any human being feel free to say that philly has a heroin problem because it absolutely does don't worry about it it's factually correct i love philly by the way i love the city is awesome it's gorgeous and it's like so much to do and art and food and everything great comedy yeah. amazing comedy scene um and well, people who are kind of cool. were they just rowdy they were rowdy and they were, they've, they have a lot of opinions. They're heckling? Oh my God. Nice. Well, they're so very. What, so, what time was the show that, like, you It was 8 p.m. It wasn't on, like. On a what? On, on a, a Tuesday. Okay. It was 8 p.m. on a Tuesday. People came out because we had a great lineup. First of all, Philly has no female comics. Did you know that? You know they what? We do need not, more. They do not tolerate it from women. They don't. We found that out now twice. <laughs> they, oh, the red states, uh, I guess, in it's the not, Northeast. It's, it's not even red. It's. The city's not red. The city's right, blue. Right. The, the state's state, kind of red. Right. Okay. They don't like it. Um, here's, a, I'll give this to Philly crowds though. Like they show, they want to laugh and have fun. Like they're not, they're, for the most part, they're great, but they're also so tough. They have a lot of city pride. And if they feel, they're like my, Philly is like my sister. If they feel even somewhat disrespected, <laughs> they will freak out they're at like, you. What'd she say about the Eagles? Yeah, go yeah. Bears. <laughs> so that's how I got my setback because. You're like, go Bears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a cheap pandering asshole. <laughs> they, so I, uh, I got on stage. First of all, so it was Amanda hosted. I had hosted the last one. She found she was like, damn, because they love when they when you fuck with them. Philly audiences, you can fuck with them. They love it, but they don't want you going into materials. The host They're like, oh, what are you doing? Trying to do your comedy at me. They just don't like it. It's that kind of crowd. Fine. So she does that. She's like, OK. And uh, but she did awesome. Amanda's like a beast on stage. Mm. And then we had some of our awesome comics. We had a stacked great lineup and then me. Okay. And I get on stage and I said something about, so Philly, this is true, is the only place where I've been assaulted ever in my entire life was Philly (laughs) by a stranger. And one guy was like, what were you wearing, sweetheart? (laughs) Well, a woman. So I was like, I love this city. It's like so beautiful and like so full of shootings. (laughs) Like, just like I love how historic and violent it is here. And this lady go, and I was like, and I was like, you know, don't my me just came came from new york to patronize you guys ha 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 anyway this lady goes go back to new york then and then a couple people started clapping and i was like oh that sucks 
oh, and I go, oh, it's brutal. So to buy time, I go, well, you must be fun at parties. Like you must be a delight. Is that how you talk to your friends? Because I don't know what to say. Uh I'm just like trying to, I'm like trying to fill time until I can think of a joke. But then God bless her. She keeps going. She goes, <laughs> she goes, I'm just so sick of you people coming to our city and making fun of us about the heroin and the shootings. I go, shoot less people, lady. Uh, boom, crowd roars. <laughs> <laughs> well, not yet, not yet. Uh, I go, shoot less people. They're like, waiting to see what else. You know, I go, don't blame the comedian. That's crazy. <laughs> um, and she goes, what are you like 12 years old? I go, that's like the nicest things anybody's ever said to me. Go. Why do you think that's insulting? <laughs> um, and she goes, uh, I was like, yeah, shoot less fucking people. You crazy bitch. It's not my fault. And I go also go birds. And they're like, okay. Oh, you got him <laughs> and then, I know what a cheap asshole I am. I keep, every time I tell a comic that they're like, boo. I know, birds. But how did you, we And growing? then someone goes, well, let me just tell you. And then someone goes, um, someone goes, we love you. And I go, so thank you, God. Okay. So the crowd doesn't hate me. And I go, I love you, guy. I love your whole city. I love everything about it, including the heroin. The only thing that sucks about it is this one lady. That's it. I go, does anyone have extra heroin to give her? I know you do. That's like your whole problem here. <laughs> there you go. On the heroin bed. And they Ooh. loved it. See, and like, they loved I it. I say playfully mentioning heroin, they'll love. Maybe not when you're like demeaning them. They didn't like being demeaned. But growing up in Philly, did you notice any of this crime? And like, no. where did you spend your time? Like King I of lived Prussia in Mall? The suburbs. Yes. I was at King of Prussia Mall. I was at Willow Grove Mall. No, I was at the Hollister. I didn't see any Hollister. crime. Did I was you at work the at the Hollister? No, I worked at the Abercrombie and Fish. Okay, so my ex-girlfriend worked at Hollister and I got so pissed because the manager offered her like three extra dollars an hour to wear a bikini during the shift. That's all you Isn't get? Isn't that terrible? Three extra dollars an hour? I don't hour? know, but she did it. <laughs> <laughs> and they were, and she, every time somebody came in, hey, what's up? Can I help you? I was like, what the f***? Ready to throw hands. That's the corporate line. Hey, what's up? You have to say it. Hey, what's up? Yeah, oh the, I forget God. what it was at Abercrombie, but it's like, hi, how you doing? It was like something like you, oh, something have, like that. you have to say did it that you, way. Did you work in the mall? Yes, I did. Where did you work? Willow Grove Mall, Abercrombie. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Did you have like the little like yellow popped collar with like the button undone? And I had small jean shorts. I had the um, ripped jeans. It Do you was have like, any pictures? So, uh, yeah, can I you actually, send it to us? Yeah, I will. Right here, here it is. I will. Karen sent it to us. If she didn't, she didn't send it to us. No, I will send you. I okay, have, good. I have one that I, I like archived from my Instagram. I'll find it for you. Um, I have my fake tan. I had so what, you like blonde, <laughs> blonde with the fake tan? Yeah, I'm going to go back to like a strawberry blonde. I'm like sick How of these How old were you this time? Roots. 17. 17? A lot of sweet 16s in your area? Lot of, yeah, way more, way barn bought misfit heavy. Very Jewish neighborhood. So Some sweet 16s, yeah. Allen Iverson grew up near Gladwin, near where my grandmother grew up. Is that like near where you grew up? Ardmore? Kind of. Yep. It's all like kind of nearby. Conchahawken, right? Yep. It's all kind of in the same area. And now traffic is like pretty intense over there. I wouldn't know. I haven't driven in like 15 years. Do you have a driver's license? I do. And I can drive. I just prefer not to. Right. Like, how'd you get to uh, Philly? Take the train? Amanda drove. (laughs) Okay. Bless her. (laughs) Okay. She's from New Jersey? She lives in Hoboken. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's like, she's an aggressive driver. I don't like it. Yeah, let's fucking go. Oh, in a good way? Yeah, in a good way. You have to be. It turns out you have to be aggressive to be a driver. Mm. If you're not, then you're a pussy who's going to get into an accident for sure. For sure. That's because I am. Do you, how do you get around the city now? Uh, Ubers and trains. Ubers and trains. You're not much of a walker? Yeah, and walking when appropriate. In my neighborhood, I'll walk. Do you have any pets? No, not in the city. Your, Your family had pets though. No, they never did. They were so anti-pet that it was, they were aggressively anti-pet. They were like, never, <laughs> ew, no. They're like, animals are disgusting. And now after you left, they don't, they don't have a pet still? So my sister got a dog with her boyfriend and they broke up. Oh. This cute little and like dachshund. And keep it? My parents adopted it. That's legally. Nice. They legally, legally adopted it. This after not wanting a dog, they legally adopted your sister's dog. It's crazy. It's, it's even crazier That's than so that funny. because, so the dog's really cute. It's yeah, like what's this his little, name? It, Docky. Don't freaking, don't stalk her dog, okay? It's His name is Docky. He's a dachshund, <laughs> and they called him Doc, and my parents didn't like it. They call him Docky. They go, it's not Doc, it's Docky. They changed his name legally on the paperwork. Wow, this is cute. <laughs> so they go, my mom's telling me about the dog. 
I've, you've been around dogs, right? Sure. Like you get how dogs work. Like they have little personalities and you get to know them and they're smart and like whatever. But my, my mom has really never experienced that before. She goes, you don't understand. She was like, he's so smart and you can see what he's thinking and feeling. She goes, he's so sweet. Sometimes his whole body shakes because he's happy. Like he wiggles with joy. I'm like, no, I know. I've been around dogs before. You know, there's studies now that say that even like pigs are smarter than dogs. Do you, re- you read something like this? Cows are supposedly smart too. That's also another reason we don't need to be eating them. They're Karen. so good. They're delicious. But do, aren't they nice? I don't really know. I don't hang out with them like that. I don't. I don't really have any. Do you ever watch any of these uh, vegan documentaries? I choose. I think not you to. strike me as a healthy woman. Are I'm healthy. Not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I don't like. I don't eat. Um, I don't. I'm not like a fast food person. I don't eat crap but i do eat meat i don't consider meat to be unhealthy i consider unhealthy meat to be unhealthy i'm not saying it's unhealthy some of it is some of it's like full of hormones and it's weird and like i've seen enough of the things to be like okay i don't want them to be like miserable before they die that's not ideal but i'm also like to play devil's advocate it's kind of hard not to be miserable before you die though as a creature as a creature as someone with a mother or a face Okay, fine, but it's like you as a human being might be miserable before you die. Yeah, you don't think it's cap- it's possible for them to be miserable? Sure, no, of course. I'm saying like, you know, fucking food chain and everything. We're That's apex true. predators. Sure. I can't help it that I'm an I, that I'm a predator, that I'm this kind of to, to beast. Cir- circle back on being a predator and like dating apps. Did you ever use dating apps? I have. I have used them during like uh, okay. single spurts in your life. Yeah, I mean, nothing ever came of it. I have used dating apps to be like, let's go, let's get back in the game. Like, stop being so fucking it? sad. Oh, your weed's here. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Hold on to the story. Oh, Ted Jones World. Sorry. Don't apologize live to me. It's your equipment. Is it live? I mean, live, like, oh, you mean rec- on recorded on air? Uh, no, tell us the story. Start the story. Oh, um, I met someone who turned out to be my blood cousin. <laughs> he was really hot too. It was a huge disappointment. Shut <laughs> up. I and I, I don't Your have blood cousin, like first cousin, second cousin, third no, cousin? like removed cousin, but by blood. And I don't have family here like that. My parents are Israel. My mom's Israeli, and most of our family's in Israel. Good man, thank you. Um, Most of our my the family that I know is in Israel, like first cousins, aunts and uncles. I don't know like any family here. We're not close with them, so it would never, ever, ever have occurred to me that I could ever run into a family member here. It's only me, my parents, and my sister. So yeah, he was really hot, and we got along. (laughs) One day we got along. (laughs) He was really cool too. Like we got along and had a really nice time. Is he same age as you? He was like two years older. And when and was this? This was a long time ago. And this was like years and years ago. I've been on apps since then and like nothing exciting happened. But um, I hooked up with one person and then I was like, eh, thank you. Um, but thank uh, you. <laughs> he turned out to be. And it was really random how I found out. My dad was like, hey, this is so random to the point of absurdity. Like, I don't like it's crazy that this happened. He goes, hey, you know, you have some cousins in the city if you wanted to like that are around your same age, if you ever wanted to like look them up and hang out. And I was like, that's weird. Like, first I'm hearing of this. Yeah. This is when you were in high school in Philadelphia. Or? No, this was in New York. Well, but how do you remember? I was in my 20s. I was okay, somewhere okay. in my 20s. And then and my dad was like, you should look them up. And I was like, that's a weird thing to say. Like. Since when do I have cousins at all? Oh my God, imagine he knew. And then I go, and he go, and I was like, well, what, okay, like, what, what are the names? Like, what if I know them? And he, and he said this guy's name. And I was like, what? He has a really distinctive name. So it was like, it could, it wasn't like John Smith. It was like really specific. I was like, I go, you're not going to believe this. Like Sanjay or something? But like, like the, the Jewish or, version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was this your first cousin or second cousin? No, it was like it was like it goes. It was a third cousin once removed oh, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I've, everybody has a reaction except for him. <laughs> what? I was like, I don't care. Yeah, he, why would he care? Three because he had mad options. He was really hot. Let's go. He was really hot, and he goes. And I go, I go, holy shit! I go, <laughs> it's, it's crazy that you say that. I go, I actually know him. I, I was like, how? I go, we went on like a couple dates. We really like each other. 
Well, I was saying we really, I really liked him. This is when you guys were dating at the time, though. Your dad told you this. We weren't dating. We'd been on a couple dates, and nothing had happened. I was like very like young and innocent and pure. Like a couple I, dates, and nothing happened. No, I was really scared. I was like a virgin. Yo, I didn't want. I was like scared I, to be like not bad. But I was really into that's him. The, that's a sign of a high value woman. That's right. I was, I was high value so, and nice scared work. of dick. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrified, but I was I had such a crush on this guy. Oh my god, the way only a virgin can. You know, you're a little virgin heart. You don't know really reality. You're like how sex can disappoint you or you you don't know how when you really get to know someone they're a human being they're not just a fantasy i didn't know i'd only been you know had crushes and stuff so i was like in love with this guy and then my dad says and i was like oh my god i go i've actually been like on a couple dates with him i'm really into him by the way and my dad got kind of mad at me and he goes well you're gonna have to cut that off and i was like why <laughs> and he goes you can't end up with this guy. There's too much gastrointestinal disease on our side of the family. And he was like, your kid's going to be all fucked up. You mean like his stomach's going to be fucked up or he's going to come out with a tail? No, like, <laughs> like there's Either, like right? that, there's like in, in that guy's family, his sister has celiac. I have Crohn's disease. There's like a bunch of gastro autoimmune stuff going on in this, yeah, in our okay. family. I was like, I don't, I'll take a chance. Like uh, that kid's going to have some kind of inflammatory issue. I don't care. Can you talk a little bit about the Crohn's? Yeah. So it's, it's honestly been for the most part fine, but sometimes it's not fine for stretches of time. And then it's really not fine. And then how does that look? Oh, it's the worst. So 96% of the time I'm a hundred percent fine. And then there's this little Sometimes it flares up. It's called a flare up. And when that happens, you're incapacitated. And it's really brutal. It gets to the point where you can't, like I got to the point, it's happened to me over the pandemic too. I was like, went through a period of illness. I was already isolated and everything. And then on top of that, I was sick to the point where it was so, anytime food would hit my system, it would be so uncomfortably painful it was so brutally painful i stopped eating food altogether it's like your jaw thing i was only like drinking liquids soups whatever i would go get like a green juice could you have like fruit too like eat whole fruit or? no 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 because that has too much fiber and stuff in it and like seeds and fiber are like a no wow. so it was really brutal and i was like i'd rather just not eat than have anything hit my system and fuck it up like that you're like, oh God, it's just the worst. You're like constantly nauseous. I was smoking weed all the time because weed's the only thing that helps. It really does help though, but to a point. And then you have to get medical attention. I was like, I can't, I was wishful thinking. I was like, it's not happening, it's not happening. And this is, you've had this since you were born? No, I was diagnosed my senior year of high school. And did the doctor say that it came from anything specific or like you, it's kind of like as you grew older, it's you have a, you have a genetic predisposition. Yeah. So it happens in my family. And so certain, you can have predisposition and never get it or you can get it. And so something like triggered it or whatever in me, or I would have gotten it anyway. Nobody really knows. And the symptoms of Crohn's, Crohn's disease is your stomach is naturally bad it means so it's for me it was it can vary but for me it was um and it is classic crohn symptoms which is um crazy diarrhea <laughs> like and and diarrhea vomiting and extreme pain like it comes in like these it'll come in like a wave and it's like you're like in so much pain slightly personal but like does it match up like with period cramps at all no um hormonal stuff can make crohn symptoms feel worse definitely but i think it has something to do with inflammation like inflammatory responses or whatever but it's not the same it's a cramping feeling yes where it comes you ride this like wave where it's like super painful and then it dies down and it's very depleting it takes a lot of energy to like get through that how painful it is and then when it finally kind of subsides like i would smoke it just like muscle through it and then it would finally subside and I, i'd like pass out like not pass out unconscious like like fall asleep because i was so tired and eventually i was so exhausted from dealing with that inflammation takes everything out of you it's exhausting and i wasn't eating and it was a pandemic. It was like this weird, dark time. 
And then I got it handled. I went to the doctor and they did all these tests and they gave me this infusion. It was like a step up of medication. So instead of taking a tablet or whatever, it's a systemic medication that you do by IV every couple months. And it's fine. There's like no side effects whatsoever. You just like go. It's like feels like you're getting saline and it fixed it. And it's been working. Yeah, that's great. Did you have things that were lined up before the pandemic that like the pandemic hit and you were like, oh, damn it. Um, besides the normal trajectory of life, like I was invited to a wedding and then they just had to get married privately and, On Zoom. <laughs> um, no, they got married like for real, like in, it was in LA or whatever. They're going to have a whole wedding. And then they were like, well, we want to get married. We're not going to wait. We don't know when this is going to be right. over. I went to a couple, uh, Zoom bar mitzvahs. Really? Poor kids. Yeah. One of my cousins <laughs> had a Zoom bar mitzvah in California. Well, that's like different too. people. See, that sucks because you know, I'm sure the parents were fired it's up. It's very Save, time like, sensitive. Hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe not hundreds Hundred, of thousands, but like maybe, a lot oh, of money. Depends how rich your friends yeah, are. You're right. You talent. Exactly. Are you kidding me? In Elkins Park, Pennsylvania, you know how much bar my mitzvah cut? They were, they were like $80,000. Yeah. It's like a wedding. Yeah. At least. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. They're all trying to outdo each other. It's not for the kids, obviously. Kids could just eat like, you know, pizza and sit on a rock. It's for did the parents. You, <laughs> did you uh, play a lot of sports growing up? I played zero sports growing up. I only got into like physical fitness stuff as an adult. Were you like acting in plays and stuff though growing up? Some. Theater. What'd you do at NYU? I studied philosophy. Oh my gosh. And you were like into Bitcoin for a moment. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was so always like kind have, of into Bitcoin. Okay, but like you, you like knew a lot about. It. That was like the first time I think I saw you. I knew, and more I than, was fired up that like people were talking about Bitcoin all the time because I bought like a full coin at you bought like a full 50, coin. 000. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you you lost right. your money. Yeah, yeah. I know it's worth 25 cents now. <laughs> I still believe in the fundamentals, but I think that it was I, definitely I definitely grossly inflated. But I'm still sure. I haven't sold any of mine. So let's talk about Bitcoin, please, for those. Are, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't I don't want to mislead people us, into kinda. thinking that I'm super knowledgeable. I just know more than most women because women don't <laughs> care about Bitcoin men, at all. Maybe. But men, at this point, at this point, you know more pro- than most men. The proportion, maybe, who knows? The proportion of people who know about Bitcoin, if it's this many, then the women are like that many people. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so that's why this place hired me to like, they needed someone to like research topics, write a script and deliver it. And I was like, I can do that. But do, do you, did you know about the finance behind it? I was kind of learning as I went. I knew enough to know how to research these topics. And then cool. I would work with the CEO of this company and he was super knowledgeable and it was really cool actually. And he would like fill me in on the rest. We'd write the script and then I would like deliver it and do this podcast with him and company doesn't exist anymore. Bitcoin mm, is basically worthless. Stuff, I'm sure. How yeah. did you get involved in Bitcoin though after philosophy and I guess philosophy and then comedy I'm sure it was some point I in, got involved- in between uh, the Bitcoin and philosophy. The Bitcoin came from comedy stuff because there was uh, a producer who works worked at or for whatever stand up New York. You probably know him. And he had asked me and a friend of mine, my friend Bill, to do this like series that went nowhere uh this pilot series where we like talked about a bitcoin topic for like two or three minutes mine was is bitcoin a bubble and i had this whole fucking thing and his was something else and um because i was into it and he was like you know something so we did that and then years went by i mean years probably like seven or eight years went by and then wait after you first initially did the bitcoin thing maybe five five years or so yeah so what was bitcoin at when you first started messing with it 200 bucks no, what I didn't get in was? early like Thousand-ish. that. Thousand-ish. And I didn't have, I didn't get in early. And I, even when I started messing around with Bitcoin, I didn't have any money. So I didn't put anything into it uh, until okay. about 2017. And at one point I had like, I hadn't put that much money into it. It just went crazy high. Yeah, right. And I had like $10,000 in Bitcoin. I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. It was like, went from, I had, but, but think I put like $1,000 into well, it. Well, because I think that was right around that time. It had, the, the, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, 2017 was like that first initial. It went from like 5000 to 19000 in like, like 10 hours. I got to get into this. Yeah. Right. And like, I think I, I, I think everyone tried to get into it. I was it like, right holy shit. And then, and my philosophy, which remains to this day, is to buy in Listen and then up. just hold it. That's where I'm at. So I haven't lost $25,000 if I haven't sold yet. That's right. You only lose if you sell. You only lose if you sell. That's right. So. So I, you know, and I don't even check it. It's like, I'm just going to leave it in there for the next like 50 years and see what happens. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think Bitcoin, you know, people like, is Bitcoin a bubble? Yeah, it was inflated. It was, it it was in a bubble phase. Is Bitcoin a scam? No, but it had a bubble phenomenon going on. And now we've seen it sort of brought down to earth. This is the real value of Bitcoin expressing now. And 
I believe in the fundamentals, not to be like, what, I, this is a pop comedy podcast, I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> I believe in the fundamentals of Bitcoin. And so I think if you just hold on to it over time, it's going to, you know, its value is going to increase because the, the need for those fundamentals is going to kick in. It seems to make sense, like just based on that and how there's a limited supply, only so many people can have it. And we're going into a full digital age. Yeah. Like everything is changing. Web three, I remember like, a year ago around this time, people were really harping on it. The NFTs, the crypto punks and everything. And then people stopped talking about it because it went all the way down. And the then NFTs maybe were now it's slowly a, a coming back. Absolute pyramid scheme. What do you think about uh, SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried and the FTX collapse? Is that something that like I happened think, a lot in uh, the Bitcoin that, situation? I think people conflate the collapse of FTX with the collapse of Bitcoin and they're not the same thing. People are like, well, Bitcoin's just been, that's done. No, FTX was a company. Bitcoin is not a company. Bitcoin exists outside of that right? That's the whole point. That is part of the fundamentals of Bitcoin. There's no corporate Bitcoin. There's no CEO of Bitcoin. So this guy can go to jail and Bitcoin still exists. Right. All you need for Bitcoin to exist is at least one node. And then did you see the um, Winklevoss twins? Also, they're filing for bankruptcy. Gemini. Yeah. So like a lot of these freaking um, exchanges are filing for Bitcoin. Have I fallen. mean, Bitcoin. Uh, bankruptcy. Bankruptcy. And Coinbase, which is where that's the only... Uh, app I've ever used. Same. It's holding strong. Well, what are you gonna say? Good. Oh, what are you gonna say? Then they're holding okay. strong, and I have it. You have a little ledger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! What? Yeah, yeah. I was I like, just... and then Coinbase <laughs> is in the shitter. No, but apparently you're supposed to have all your crypto on a key, I don't which have is it. which is a crazy thing to to have to do. And Maybe it's because also you like, read about all all the time about these rug pulls and shit. I know, but it's like then you have to like protect your key and have your like things. Yeah, yeah saved you can't lose like, it, and you need the twelve passwords. It's almost I, I'd almost rather lose whatever like thousand bucks I initially put into Bitcoin than have to worry have to store a key like whatever. <laughs> Take it's my worth, thousand it's bucks. worth it. It's worth a thousand dollars for me to not have to remember any numbers or letters. Yeah, what okay. kind of stuff do you and your friends do in the city when you're not doing comedy? Any NYU friends? Ian Fidance. Oh, he went to NYU? And we met the first no week of my freshman year. He was a sophomore. No Isn't that crazy? That is We've been crazy. friends for so long. He's one of my oldest friends. Do you still have friends, though, that you went to college with or not really? Just Ian. <laughs> yeah, not really. I found it. I did have a couple friends at NYU, but I found it so not my scene. And I tried a lot of different scenes on. Like, I tried, like, the Jewish scene and whatever. I tried and it wasn't, I felt like I, I really internalized it. I was like, I'm weird. I don't fit in. There's something wrong with me that I don't fit in with any group of people here at this school. How is that possible? It's a school of like 20,000 undergrads. You'd think I would find my group of friends mm -hmm. and I didn't until I started hanging out around comics. And then I was like, there we go. You talked about Israel initially. Do you ever go to Israel? I haven't in a while. Do you go on Birthright? I did. I went on Birthright. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. So like while we were in it, I was like, this is one of the harder things I've ever done. I was like, this is terrible. And then afterwards, what? I was Why? like, okay, it was amazing. I just felt like it was a job, basically like a propaganda type job yeah. while we were there. I just sure. felt exhausted. It was a propaganda I was job. I thought it was great afterwards, but like while I was there, oh, it was I difficult loved for me it. Well, I'm Israeli, so I'm all about the propaganda. I'm, I I drank the Kool-Aid at birth. I think I drank it too. It was just difficult while I was there. Staying <laughs> in the hostels, waking up at six, what? going to bed at 10. We what do you mean it was difficult? Wait, you didn't stay in the hostels? We stayed at really nice hotels. You went to the fancy birthright, yeah, I feel like. I, I literally did. was eating hard-boiled eggs and chopped no. up diced oh my tomatoes. God. We were at like five-star restaurants and like staying at expensive what? hotels. Really? Going to clubs in Tel Aviv. Yeah, it was awesome. It was the wow. coolest. What were you, fucking military service? Yeah, literally. That's I don't know. not fun. That's no, crazy. That's not, Maybe it was also the group. There's so many different birthright groups. We went to, I was on the NYU Columbia one, so it's like, of oh, course that, it's going to be nice. Yeah, that's like the fancy, bougie one. I didn't know at the time because I was just at NYU, so like, right, what right, else right. am I going to do? Now, and now you're a full New Yorker. You're wearing all black as a New Yorker does. As a New Yorker does. Right? Myself. It's also you. What, what the fuck else color exists? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like black goes with everything too. It does. Sometimes I wear white and I'm like, who are you? This is <laughs> after Labor Day or before? Apparently you're not supposed to wear it after, correct? Mm -mm, that's that's boomer. Not, that's boomer advice. Oh. We wear white whenever the fuck to... we want. If it looks okay. good on you, wear it. And this is like one of the first times in a while I'm wearing jeans just because I don't have any clean sweatpants. I'm a huge sweatpants guy. Oh, just I... It's not comfortable to wear I jeans. I wear leggings... 
Jeans is intense. Jeans I wear if I'm going to go on stage because it's not appropriate to wear pajamas. Let's talk about this. Craziest comedy moment whilst on stage. You were talking about you were getting yelled at by some heckler in the front row saying, don't talk about heroin in a negative light. And at least make it positive when you're talking about heroin. That was one. crazy moments on stage? I've had uh, recent. Yeah. Okay. So my craziest moments on stage happened like back to back, basically. This does not happen to me very often. People are not mean to me. I'm like, this is, I'm going to open up the floodgates. I'm like, you dumb whore. (laughs) But people are not mean to me on stage like that. Or like in real life. Like people tend to be pretty nice. Yeah, I'm nice. And also people are nice to women. Like I'm not a man attracting aggression everywhere I go. I'm just not. I like, you guys are different. What do you mean you guys? I'm a sensitive guy. No, I know. But if you're a man, you just get treated rougher. Oh yes. Men just get, (laughs) we take it rough. You do. Not to say we don't like it. I dated someone who loved it. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I do a whole set about it. It really bothered this one guy. So I do this set oh, about this. Oh, I, like, I think I remember that. Go ahead. This like this guy that I dated. It wasn't a comic. The one non-comic that I dated. I've had like four boyfriends, including the current one, and he um just like was like a super kinky like sexually crazy person. I'm not really like a kinky person, but I'll kind of like match your energy. Like, I don't care. Sure. I'll do whatever. Um, it's all just fun and games. Right. And, um, <laughs> and, um, what, well, why do we, why do we even get on this? I subject? think you were talking about something really weird that an ex-boyfriend did in the bedroom. No, no, no. I'm talking about a weird moment on stage. You asked me about a weird moment on stage. Yes. So I talk about it on stage cause it's so funny. Like, it's just funny to talk about like really crazy kinky sex stuff. Sure. Because also, I don't like necessarily look like a person who would do that. And I ha- don't consistently, but I did at this one time in my life with this one person that I was in love with. <laughs> and it wasn't your cousin, with, by the way. I wish. Fucking <laughs> 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 wish. Yo, I saw an article the other day. It was like uh, on Instagram and it said, woman realizes she accidentally married her cousin while pregnant with their baby. And I go, you lucky fucking bitch. <laughs> Imagine you <laughs> could have been me. Imagine realizing it at the right moment, like her. At the right time. Your dad couldn't have said shit. <laughs> couldn't have said shit instead of the wrong moment like me after exactly. day two. Fucking lucky bitch. Um, but I have a whole set about like anal sex and whatever. It's I think it's funny. And um and this guy, I was in Tampa featuring for Jim Florentine, and this guy in the middle, we had a bunch of awesome shows. Jim's like a fucking star. And the best, nicest guy ever. And such a funny comic. His crowds are cool. In the middle of, like, the last show, basically, I'm telling my stupid anal sex jokes. And this guy said something mean. I don't even remember the exact mean thing he said, (laughs) but something like, you suck or whatever. Something, like, personally mean to me. Not just a drunk heckle. A drunk heckle is, like, whatever. You can deal with it. Yeah, but I'm sure he must have had a few pilsners if it's if we're talking Tampa. They were blackout <laughs> drunk. <laughs> it was, like, the second show of the night. They were, I mean, incoherent. God bless them. Great crowds in Wesley Chapel. But, like... <sighs> I mean, not, they were, they were gone. Okay. They were cooked. And this one guy said something mean to me. And, um, and I talk about like fisting and pegging or whatever. And I was like, that sound, that's exactly someone who needs a dick in the ass. That's that guy. Like who else would be that triggered? Any charge of stage. <laughs> who else would be that triggered? So, well, he didn't charge the stage, but apparently I couldn't see it's a, it's a movie theater. Okay. The stage is at the bottom of a movie theater. So there's people here and then the people at the top, you can't even see them. They're in the darkness, like at a movie. And so he was up there. I couldn't see him. I just heard him say that. And the crowd goes, because, oh, you know, it made it weird. And then Wait, I- What tr- made it weird? When you said that? No, no, no like when he, he said that. When he said that, when he said something mean to me- But he said it after you said he needs a d- d- No, 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 no. I, that's how I responded to him. Okay. So he said something like, you suck, whatever. Right, I was right, like, right, right. you, somebody needs a dick in the ass. Like stat, right? Like, <laughs> why would you be that triggered by like anal sex material unless you're like dying for it, mm-hmm. right? And, um, and I, whatever I went on and on, I was like, I wish your, your, I wish your asshole was as big as your mouth so we could put something in it and fucking soothe you <laughs> and calm you down, whatever. So anyway, God, the crowd loves it when you like roast the person that was mean to you. And also the crowd doesn't really like it when people are mean to female comics. They're like, they're like, whenever that happens, they're like, what are you doing? Um, and then I guess he, he was already, I didn't know this at the time. I was telling my jokes on stage, finished my set. Okay. He got rowdy. I had to be escorted out by security. I get off stage, Jim, the headliner, I walk past him and he goes, listen, before he was brought up, he goes, listen, that guy's really angry and drunk. So you should go lie low in the green room for a little while. Just like stay out of sight. 
So I go, all right. Damn. So he gets, he goes on stage and I like hide in the green room and I can hear this guy like screaming and being dragged out <laughs> of the venue. And I learned later from the management. He was gay. <laughs> I mean, obviously, <laughs> how could he not be? But he, uh, he was, um, he was upset by how aggressively sexual my material is. And he was like, I didn't come here for this woke bullshit and she should know better than to come here. First of all, it's not woke. It's just about fisting. So like grow up. <laughs> it's not political. I never tell political jokes because like I don't know anything about it and who fucking wants to hear from me. Mm. And um, and then when I roasted him about like him needing a that dick in the it. ass. Yeah, that was, he, that. that was his trigger. Yeah, well, you know, I think there's something to be said. Like New York audiences are so will let kind of maybe anything fly. Like yeah. you could do that anywhere in New York probably. And like if the crowd member got pissed, everyone would be like, dude, it's a comedy show. What are you doing? But then when you go like once a month they have a comedy show in wherever it is small town usa people are like expecting i don't know what they're expecting but it's just different in new york you can here's i found that you can get away with kind of whatever material on the road but it has to be really tight like you can't you have to i i had um I dated a comic for a while that was like, I dated a comic for 10 years, my whole twenties, who was like a successful comic. And he used to, um, and I was an open micer at the time and he used to give me the best advice. And he was like, when you go on the road, I was not going on the road at the time. I was an open micer, but he goes, nobody wants you to be clever. He goes, don't be clever. Don't try to be cute. Be funny. He goes, I just want you to be funny. That's it. And he goes, get to the, and he goes, don't, don't have long setups or whatever with like a whatever part. He goes, get to the fucking point and don't try to be clever. And he's right. He was totally right. When you're, especially when you're on the road, they don't have patience for that. It's not like New York where they're like, they'll just listen to your, you know, your cute, clever bullshit all day long and your long setups and they'll like wait for you on the road. It's not like that. It's real people who have real jobs and they don't have time for your stupid shit. And they want you to get to the point. They don't want to be thinking. They, they don't just want to wait. Laugh. They don't want to wait for you. They want they you to tighten it up for that shit. and be professional. They're like, get to the point. So I learned that the hard way a couple times. Wesley Chapel, I had like, you know, this was like the fifth show in three nights. So it's like, I'm, I'm, you know, it's as tight as it's gonna get. And this guy just didn't like that I was talking about anal. Anal. Yeah. Maybe it's not for everyone. It's anal. really, it's definitely well, it's not for, for me. Everyone. I don't, well, not Is actual, it? not actual anal, but like oh, anal okay. jokes. I, th <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. Do you still smoke weed? Occasionally. Is there a reason you kind of stopped or slowed down? Were you well, ever doing it a lot? Yeah, I was. So first of all, during the pandemic, first of all, I used to work in weed. I used to work in work the industry. Work in weed? I used to work in the industry. I used to copyright for my friend's company. No way. Where was that? It was here in New York. I can't name the company. Yeah, because I feel like that's illegal. It is. And, <laughs> and I don't want to get anybody in trouble or anything, uh -huh. but I did that for a while. So I'm like intimately familiar with like so all like the very So like copywriting what, like the brownies? This will get you really high. Like, how, did you even know what was in it? It's a lot. Well, so it was different strains of weed, which yeah. by the way, there was like thousands of people like, is there really that much to write about? Apparently so. Yeah, lit. There's so many. A lot of weeds. Oh my God. And they're, it's so professional now. Every it's science. There's scientists just crossing this with that, whatever, and getting this effect, and it's so fucking strong. So you'd write about the potency, you know, the cross strains, what the parent strains do, um, you know, what effects it has. I'll let you in on an industry secret. All weed is similar. <laughs> Be like, is it an indica or is it a sativa? Oh, yeah, I was gonna ask. It almost doesn't matter. It there's everything that. Well, it, maybe it doesn't matter if there's like a percentage of t a higher percentage of THC versus yes. indica and sativa type. Um, yeah, the strength of it definitely matters, right? Because right? right, right, right. I've hit I've hit weed that was like in the crazy strong, like in the forty five percent range of THC, which is wild, and had a straight up panic attack. Like right, right, I don't right. recommend it. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and then you have weed that's like in a low percentage. I will say this: there's high percentage THC that'll fuck you up, but that might be it. Like it'll just get you fucked up. Then there's low THC that could have give you have other effects, like be slightly psychedelic or whatever. There is other stuff that goes on with weed. Those are the important distinctions, not indica sativa, because 
the uh, everything's a hybrid were you nothing's ever, just indica or just sativa were you ever passionate about it or you just said it because like it was your friend's company i did it because it's my friend's company it's not weed's not my passion it's not it's cool it was so cool to learn about bitcoin it. and weed which is both like futuristic type ish yeah and we were talking about vegan stuff i'm too. ahead of my time yeah it sounds like it and fisting before anybody was doing it <laughs> is uh <laughs> pennsylvania legal weed yet king of pressure mall GameStop, weed store <laughs> Um, that's a good question. I think I used to go to the Toys R Us a lot in King of Prussia Mall because my grandmother was there was fresh. Such a banger, yeah. Anytime I went there, oh, it was so good. No more Toys R Uses. Apparently, is that everywhere? I think so. So they had that one by the stand. Now it's Raymore and Flanagan. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, by the way, how is Raymore and Flanagan still in business? Like, well, how come many on, that's like mattress firm too. It's a, it's a. It's a drug dealing operation. Is that true? I mean, come on. Who? How many people buy mattresses? I'm saying. I've had one mattress for years. I'm saying who goes into a store it. and buys yeah, furniture? Yeah. And the, they have Casper mattresses now, which apparently is the, I don't know. I know. What mattresses do you well, have? my sister used to work asking. for them and she said that the mattresses are actually awesome. She was like, I sleep on only a Casper mattress. Yeah, 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 I won't yeah, have yeah. it any other way. So, I mean, it's there's like, way okay. too many mattress firms and especially they're in like great location. There's one on 18 the Broadway in the corner. The rent's probably like two mil a month. Like It's crazy. It's, they they like can't the, do enough business to justify yeah, that. Yeah. How many mattresses can you sell? In New York, you just need turnover, 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 turnover. Otherwise, you can't really make money. That's Even the restaurants, how they make money. It's because people don't... Well, and here's the funny thing is because people will like move in here and they have so much money and they're like, okay, I need dining table, right. I need furniture, whatever. And yeah. so they'll just get a mattress and then I think so. That's, leave it here. That sounds like something the CEO of Mattress Firm would say to be <laughs> like, you know, we're not dealing drugs. I don't know. It's crazy how many. Next time you guys see one on the street, be like, all right, is there anybody in the store right now? No. How many Literally, people are working in there? At no. least three. <laughs> so, Literally, no. It's like a yeah, Walter White type beat. You ever watch Breaking Bad? I did. That was one of your favorite TV shows? It was one of the ones that I watched all the way through. I watched that one all the way. That was, was yeah, really that was good. like one of the oh, ones. Oh, we were all like hanging on every word. It was one of those cultural, you know, when like everyone's watching a show, so you're going to watch it. Totally. I like, I don't really do that with stuff. I didn't really get into Game of Thrones. No, me I didn't watch White Lord Lotus. Of the Rings. Oh, I guess it was a thing. Oh, you didn't I watch didn't, it. It was okay. I, I didn't. I just, by the time everyone was all excited about the finale, it was like over and I yeah. hadn't been watching it. And you it. like have to watch a ton of episodes. I didn't watch to catch Bridgerton. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch Downton Abbey? My mom no. was telling me about that for years, and then I watched like the first five episodes. I was like, I don't even understand what they're saying. That's the exactly what happened to me. I watched it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, I had to legitimately had put subtitles on. I don't. It was I didn't. Still too hard. And also, everyone looks the same. I was like, and they're dressed the same, and they talk the same. Like, I don't get it. You watching anything now? Not really much. No. Do you ever watch tennis? No. Well, if you did. What, Ten tennis, tennis the show? Yeah. yeah, tennis, the show. <laughs> no, the Australian Open, which is like one of the big Grand Slams. So. No, Large but tournament. I'm dating someone who cares about football, which is like. That's nice. College football or? No, football, football. So like once in a while. So like once in a while, I'll be around someone who you cares about be, sports. And maybe you got to make a nice like nacho plate, chips and salsa, guac for him and his no, boys. No, he handles whatever he's going to eat. But I, <laughs> that's a him problem. But, and he's the best, but also I'm just like. You know, it's his house. It's like, what, what am I going to start? But if his like boys come over, you don't think you're going to you like make guacamole and chips or you out of your fucking mind? Yeah, you might. Come I on. You don't want to. That's a nice gesture. <laughs> I But he doesn't not, No, Not only does he not expect me to do any such thing that he doesn't live in the city. So what am I going to like? I don't have a car. What am I going to do? Send him like one of those edible arrangements, guacamole style. No, he has oh, so much more distance? money than me. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's no. nice. That's how it should be, right? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And it's like he... If there's food, he'll have it like catered. Okay, wait, like, but it's long distance? Where does he live? New Jersey. Oh, so. But it is. It's a little long distance. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get on the train. Well, I'm fucking busy and so is he. So mm-hmm. it's not like I can just hop a train and go to the village or whatever and like we yeah. can hang out. It's like a cons- whole consideration. I don't have a car, so. Well, are you guys going to maybe move into together as he's listening no, to this? Um, n- you don't know, maybe. It's unlikely. It's unlikely. At the moment, you mean? Yeah, first of all, it's like relatively new, but also it's like, I don't, I'm not trying to move out to the suburbs. Oh, it's suburbs. Yeah. So you like your own space in the city. Love my own space in the city. And it's, it's like perfect. I like my own space, period. I can't really see myself. I guess when I'm, you know, with, I've, I've lived with boyf- a boyfriend before. I've lived with men before and you need your own space. You can like share a bedroom or whatever, but you also need like a room. You just need a room that's like a space where you can go, especially because I've always like integrated into someone else's space and I don't like that. 
Oh, so you want to like move into an apartment with somebody, not like move into somebody else's apartment. It's too much. It needs to be like a new, fresh apartment with another room. It would be nice. Or somebody's house. I see that. And I yeah. have a space, you know, like he, this is your room. Yeah, that's the thing like in New York City. Well, nowadays, a lot less people, I think, are getting married and people are just staying like boyfriend and girlfriend. But being boyfriend and girlfriend in the city is just so much different than being boyfriend and girlfriend in any other suburban town where like for sure you will have two rooms in your house. Yeah. You know what I mean? like New York, if it's you have two stressful. rooms in your house, you're making like a few million a year. Oh yeah. It's stressful <laughs> here. And I've, I've had like relationships gone to shit because we're just, just on top of each space, other. not enough space really. It's what, the like worst. in studios in New I've York I've never City? had to share a studio, but I've shared like um, a two bedroom, but with a roommate and a boyfriend. So you all shared one bathroom? The worst. Oh my god! Like no, I live with two dudes all over the place. Men, no disrespect. <laughs> we are perfect. No, 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 no. We're gross in the bathroom. You can tell a lot by the way a man's bathroom looks. How did my bathroom look? By it the was way? fine. I it like wasn't the, so clean. It's but. not the worst. It's like typical man. It's not disgusting. It's just like not the cleanest <laughs> I've ever seen. But I, I love you. Have, I bet it was clean. You, oh, well, it's, it's ish. Nice. It's cleanish. It's good enough for me to pee. You ish. And absolutely, you're welcome there. You have affirmations in your shower. Oh my gosh, she saw it. That's so yeah. Cute. Well, I have, like, I'm going to be so a winner many. in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> it's like tennis phrases or whatever. I'm going to be a winner. Yeah, I have them all over the place. So. Yeah, you're like, my apartment's right going to cost one million. Yeah, my apartment's Imagine. <laughs> Living in the city. That's Two bedroom, million dollar house. It's so, really cute. <laughs> Karen, before we get out of here, and I know you briefly oh, spoke. Out. Yeah, okay. before I know you briefly spoke about uh, what you have going on in 2023. But what's the journey been like since you moved to New York? And do you have, Chaotic. I guess, any plans to move out of your current apartment? Um, I don't have plans to move out of my current apartment, but I will at some point. Because your lease up, do you have a good COVID deal? I don't have a lease. Um, Just it's month, month to month? month. Whoa, it's really nice, and my place is fucking awesome. And I lived there during the pandemic. It's like a two floor house situation but it's not like a crusty gross house it's like a beautiful one we've got like a big beautiful living room and a big kitchen and it's all modern and gorgeous and a washer dryer and a private backyard with a fire pit and this mural on this wall so nice i'm starting to get over living with roommates so i don't know that my threshold for living with people is expiring i'm an adult so it's like let's wrap this thing up um but do i have plans to move out I have aspirations. Those <laughs> plans, are plans. plans. They're not. They're, it's a plan Planned to have a plan. Plan, yes. Plan to aspire. I would to. like to plan to move to something even better. But if it's not better, I'm gonna stay. It's a really nice spot. Yeah. the 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 path has been turbulent. It's been crazy and chaotic. I came here, suburban girl, fucking clueless, sheltered, super naive. NYU chaotic in the city don't know what the fuck I'm doing what made you do your first open mic I was dating a comic and well Well, how did you meet him that's not strictly okay it's not strictly true it's not strictly true that's because I did I dated a comic because I ended up hanging out around comics that's what it was and I'd never I was not a fan of comedy I'd never experienced it before I didn't grow up with like stand-up or anything and I was at NYU and I took a semester off because the plan was I was going to get my degree in philosophy, which I did. And then I was going to go to law school, which I didn't because I talked to lawyers. I was like, let me talk to some lawyers. I don't even really know what this is. And I was like, is this like a cool, fun job? And they were like, no. Oh my gosh. People <laughs> that were like around all. your age or like older people? Slightly older. They were at NYU law. So oh, NYU God. will, will give you contact info. I guess I think they wanted really? it to have the opposite like, effect. Are you sure you want to go to law school? Well, they want, oh, they want, they want someone to like sell right, you on right, it. Right, but right, all these right, people yeah, were right. like, girl, run. They go, don't do it. They're like, it's expensive. It's hard. We don't know if we're going to get a job. This one lady goes, I'm a single mama. So I'm doing it. She goes, what? You don't need to. And I was like, damn. So I don't know what to do. So they just like gave you phone numbers and you called all of them and you're like, I met up with that. Yeah. I met up with this one lady. She was like, honey, she goes, feel like they would have vetted their contact. (laughs) I didn't though. It was just random. Like 10% of your tuition money. (laughs) It was just random people who were NYU law and they were not, they're miserable. They were like, don't do it. It's not worth it. And I was like, well, fuck that was my plan. And so I was like, all right, I need to like figure this. I need to think. And so I took a semester off. But my apartment was being paid for with like loans and grants and stuff. And they only pay for that if you're a student. So if you're not taking a full semester's worth of credits, 
you have to figure out how to pay your rent. And I had never done such a thing before. I'd never had a job or paid my rent. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I need to get a job like stat. What was that? Like sophomore year? This was like my junior year. And I was like, I need money. And I didn't know how that worked. So I was like, I, I got it. I'll just wait tables. Everyone will want me and it'll be easy. Nobody wanted me. I had no experience. Oh, I thought you were going to say you found your boyfriend at the restaurant. Well, I did, oh. but <laughs> <laughs> no one wanted me. And I was just like, how is it this fucking hard to get a table waiting job? I, I will pick it up. I'm pretty sure it's not rocket science, which is a really patronizing thing to say because sure. it is a tough job, but it's also not rocket science. Like, yeah, you can learn it. Anyway, no one would hire me. And I was like, what about this resume? And it was like so fake. It was like, I've worked at all these places. And they're like, do you know how this, you know, like system works? And I was like, never heard of it. So then I got to, I was living in the village. So I was going door to door and I was going down McDougal Street, door to door. And the only place that would even like give me the time of day was the comedy cellar at the Olive Tree restaurant upstairs because it's a Jewish place and the manager is Israeli shout out Anat and she doesn't work there anymore but she was the shit and she hired me she was like all right I guess like you're Israeli we chatted in Hebrew for two seconds and she was like all right show up tomorrow for training we'll see what happens you know Hebrew a little yeah yeah my Hebrew's not great but yes I speak Hebrew and so I went and I was like okay whatever I had such a shit attitude (laughs) and I started hanging out and then I met the comics and I was like what I had never and they were so you know if you've never been around comedians they are a different type of person they're not especially New York comics is not normal people it's not normal it's like I was like holy shit who are these people also I was like a 21 year old girl they're like well who are you little lady (laughs) I was like the fresh meat waitress I didn't know how comedy (laughs) club waitressing worked at the time I didn't know that everyone was like you know that they're like hungry predators I was like, they're my friends. Like I met Sherrod Small right away. It was my first like friend at the cellar. And um, like Artie Fuqua, all of them, like they were the first people that I knew in comedy. And then I met my person who I ended up dating for 10 years there. But the reason that I ended up dating him is because I was around comics and was so blown away by them. And I was like, I am so impressed. I've never seen anyone do anything like this. When you go downstairs to the cellar, that's peak comedy, first of all. I never had to sit through bullshit comedy ever in my early, you know, days of being exposed. You mean like watching open mics and stuff like that? Never. So I didn't have that, like, the brutal taste. You know, how comedy... I didn't I didn't know the behind the scenes of how soul-crushing it can be and how truly, brutally unfunny people can really be. <laughs> Myself included, you know? Like, we've all been there. <coughs> so I saw these people, like work magic i'd never seen that before i just watched someone like go on stage and then just dominate a room and i was like how did that just happen like weave a magic spell and then get off stage and the person i ended up dating was exceptionally good this is before he really got successful i remember watching him being like that guy's gonna be famous for sure there's no fucking way he's the most talented person i've ever met and we ended up dating for 10 years and somewhere along the line i was like I want to be just like those people. Like, I want to be just like you guys and have a superpower too. I want you guys to like me and think I'm cool. And that's what started it. I literally wanted comics to think I was cool. And now here you are with a ton of comics, I'm sure, thinking you're cool. I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know. I think you're very cool. And I'm sure you guys do too. That's nice. Right? Some people think I'm cooler than others. (laughs) <laughs> than other people or some, some people some people think that more than others i'll say Both i don't ways. listen i can't speak for other people and like pat Why myself not? on the back shabbat but, shalom uh, shabbat shalom but i will say that doing comedy was like a weird decision but did turn me into a person that i wanted to be beautiful karen thank you so much for coming on the podcast karen margolis Thanks, before Teddy. you get out of here yep. we're hop uh, popping up your instagram please let us know what it is it's karen margolis k-e-r-e-n-m-a-r-g-o-l-i-s on everything absolutely and karen um any comedy shows coming up within the next few weeks that we can catch you at when is this next um Shit, philly show if you want us to come um, or maybe your stand show, which just I saw be, is coming up soon. Just be on the lookout. Okay, hold on. Can I look at my phone for a sec? Yeah, and we can also follow you on IG. Follow whatever on, you need. For I will us. post it on IG. I am. Some of the shows are upcoming, and I don't really know yet. Uh-huh. But so for Philly's going to be in six to eight weeks. We don't know. We'll get a date. The stand will be February 22nd. That's a Wednesday at 9 p.m. Absolutely, guys. And it's going to be awesome. Check out Karen's profile, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.